Welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about ourselves, giving ourselves grace when things don't go the way we want to. Maybe you're having a BAD, bad day. <laughs> and bad days are going to happen. Bad days are part of our growing process and learning process. And nobody talks about the bad days. We are allowed to have bad days. How do we recover from them? Maybe you are a little bit like me. Maybe like you have something. You've been working really hard. You've been doing the hair. You've been doing the color. And it doesn't go as planned and you have to correct it or you get back from, a, you know, you hear back from a client that they weren't happy with the service. Um, although you gave it your best and you're beating yourself up that maybe you suck and you should give up your whole career. Maybe that sounds like Celeste today. <laughs> it sounds like you um, a couple of days ago. But I wanted to do this episode about the heartfelt message I felt inspired to share with you tonight live. Um, this is an audio one. Um, just to really help you. How do we get over the hump of the bad days? I've had plenty of bad days. Um, if you didn't know, color did not come natural to me. I love hair coloring. Like that is my passion. I love styling hair. That is not something that comes natural to me. I have had to work very, very freaking hard to be good at it. I wish I was naturally talented like most, but I'm not. It takes a lot of effort and work. And for me, even to this day, nothing's ever done perfectly. Like I always need to be okay with giving my 90%. If giving, I give 110% to my work. But even when I see it, I always see imperfections in my work. That's just how I am. And I've had to learn how to have grace. And today we want to talk about the importance of grace, self-love, self-compassion for ourselves as creatives. Because nobody freaking warns us when we get into this industry that we beat ourselves up so much. But I want to ask you to look at your camera roll and look from that day that you first enroll in beauty school if you have pictures. Or look from the first picture that you have on your Instagram or your Facebook, whatever social media platform that you love to use look at that first picture and look at the work that you're creating today without you being able to say you know what I'm going to give myself the grace and the compassion to learn something new and master it you wouldn't be where you're at at your skill level today it doesn't matter if you just started school two weeks ago or you started school a year ago or you just started this career four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, or you started like a week ago, it doesn't matter. We need those steps. We need those mistakes that make our heart wrench and makes us lose sleep, which has happened to me, continues to happen to me at this level. And that shows that you are compassionate. That shows that you have heart. Um, I had to have a conversation with my husband because um, he's a tile contractor, but he doesn't just do any tile. The tile work that he does is very high end. So as you can imagine, the expectations of his clients is very high end as well. And, you know, sometimes like I am very hypercritical in my work I don't I like to be everything to be perfect but sometimes things come off you know like sometimes you know, you're having an off day or things doesn't come up perfectly like you wanted or you get that text message from your client after work and you're like oh my gosh like do I suck should I quit my career and it's not about that it's about like what lesson can we take from that so with that let's start this podcast episode on three things that you can do when that happens. Number one, allow yourself to process it. I love that my husband said that. Go ahead. I know how you are. You're going to go up to the bed. You're going to go like beat yourself up, but don't overthink it. Like don't let one bad thing over everything that you've done amazing stop you, right? 
we're allowed to process our feelings. The more that you try to like hide down the feeling that you're feeling right now when you're having a bad day, that man, I messed up, whether it's in color, it's a haircut, it's a it's an updo, it's a downdo, it's a makeup application, it's an eyelash extension, it's a um, nail applic- you know, nail polish application, whatever your artistry is in the beauty industry. Allow yourself to process those feelings. What are you feeling, right? So maybe if you're feeling inadequate, maybe you feel like there's not the right career move for you. There's these are just things that we naturally go through as beauty professionals and creatives that nobody flipping talks about. So process the feelings. Why are you feeling? Number two, bring in the reality. I want you to bring the facts, not the beliefs that we have, right? So is it a matter of fact that you truly are not talented at what you do? Is it true that every single person that comes into your business is unhappy with your service? Um, highly unlikely. Most of them love what you do to them and for them in regards to your service. So back up your feelings with that. Yes, we are human. We're allowed to. We make mistakes. We don't want to, especially in the career that we're at um, as hair colorists, hairstylists, makeup artists, um, and beauty industry in general. It's a very... Um, it's a career that's very demanding, right? Um, when people come to us, there's an expectation of what we can do for them. And there's things that we cannot do. Uh, for example, with like hair texture, right? Um, there's hair that can hold a curl very beautifully and there's hair that's not. The hair that won't hold a curl is going to require more product and a different type of process than it does with somebody whose hair holds a curl beautifully. And I've learned how to determine that from the beginning when I'm doing a hairstyle or I'm doing such a a service, whether it's a color service, the same thing is going to happen with you and your business. So if you're having a bad day, you're like, oh my gosh, I should quit this because nobody likes my work and I suck. Now go back to the facts. Is that true? That's probably not true, right? So part number, you know, three of this is like, what can you learn from this mistake or this mishap that's going to help you grow? And I'm going to share with you something very vulnerable to me, um, to my part of my journey. And I hope this helps you. Um, So if you're having a really bad day, I think it's going to make you feel amazing. And I hope you learn from this. Okay. The power of our boys is so important. And I want to touch my, I put my hand over my heart because I want to share this part with you. So at times I feel like I don't belong in this industry because I feel like I'm a little too weird and too sensitive for it. Like up to, like in Spanish, it's not sensitive. In Spanish, there's this word that's uh, um, this phrase that they say is tiene mucho corazón. So she has too much heart, right? So when we're too much integrity, when we're honest, and sometimes I feel like I just don't belong here, right? And I want to tell you about the biggest mishap in my career that changed my life and changed my career um, in two different ways. And I want to help you because if I wouldn't have done those two big ass mistakes, I wouldn't be here today. And I hope this helps you to see how major this was. The first one was I was straight licensed and it was my first real client with no help. And I was formulating and I think part of my... um part of my learning experience is making mistakes, right? So I had my mentor and I'm like, okay, I'm formulating her base color. She was getting great touch up, retouch up in her hair. And I told her the color I was going to use because she wanted to go lighter. And she's like, do you really think that's the best? She's like, I'm like, well, yeah, I think so. And she didn't say anything. And like, 
if she didn't ask me what volume I was going to use, nothing, right? Okay, so I go to the back to the mixing bowl. I mix it. I apply it, right? And when we apply color as it oxidizes or sits in the hair, it turns darker, okay? Then it's, it will appear at the end. And I'm used to that, and I wasn't tripping about that. And then it's time to rinse off. And my client's root color is lighter than the rest of the hair. That is called hot roots, and that is a nightmare. Okay, so I was straight out of beauty school with my license. <laughs> and I give this client hot roots, okay? And knowing what I know now, that would be such an easy flipping fix. But Celeste didn't know what she knows now. And that's the moral of the story. So I have this client. Imagine you have this client in your chair with like a root color that's lighter than the rest of her hair. I'm about to cry about keeping myself together. I try to reformulate and I do like, you know, I instead of going back with a permanent or going back with like a, a cream color um, semi or demi, I go in with a liquid one and it does, it tones it down a little bit, but not too much. And it was just like, a big mishap and so you know she's like it's okay you know like it's fine I'll go back to my old colorist even though I don't like my color that she does but and I'm like I'm so sorry you know please take your money back like, I don't want you know she was paying me I was like I don't want none of this back like, it's okay this happened like back in 20 was it 2017 2017 okay so that's like what three four five almost six years ago okay that this happened and she said these words to me that I hope inspire you to take the action for the mistakes that we make. And it's something that I utilize now every time I make a mistake in my career or in, like in service or anything that I do. She's like, Celeste, it's okay. I want you to keep that money because you, you did the service. She's like, but don't allow this to stop you. Allow this to be a lesson and learn from it. What can you learn from it so that you don't do this next time? That's what she told me. And she left. And she may not know this. I never saw her again. But I want to tell you what that word did to me. I went home. I cried that night. I was about to quit hair. I was just starting hair, right? And I'm like, I suck. I'm not a colorist. I just, I want to be a colorist, but this is too, you know, too hard. I don't want to fucking do it. And I was like, you know what? She told me not to quit. And if I quit at the first time, if things get hard, I'm not going to do anything. So this is what started my thing to go after education. I started, I was taking the bus. I was taking airplanes. If you don't know, I have a freaking phobia of flying almost. Um, I can't sleep two nights before I fly. So I call it a phobia of flying. Um, I started going everywhere. I started like, you know, being away from my family, taking classes, all this stuff I started to do because of that one mistake I made. That one mistake that I made is what got me into working with brands, is what got me into being able to be at events and sitting at tables and having dinner with brands that I never imagined I would. It's what got me inside our look, inside of truly in our industry behind the scenes. Is what got me to go into hair shows and be able to work with amazing artists that are on the billboards and everywhere. It, it just it opened up my life and my business to so many things. Because I decided to take that one mistake that I made and instead of laying there like define me, I decided that I was going to be the best colorist out there to understand. So when shit went wrong, I knew exactly what to do. And 
after that, I was taking the knowledge. I was just not only taking knowledge and taking notes. I was taking $50, $100, and it went to $150 models for hair color to practice all these techniques. It was coming out beautiful. And as I started growing my business, this is the steps that I took from that one mistake I made. For other people, so some people I know would be like, it's not a big deal. You just put like a 6N or 6NN if you're trying to cover gray and it would have been fine, you know. Um, that's what I really should have done, but I didn't know that at that time. I, there's so many things that I would have done so differently now knowing what I know, but if it wasn't for that big ass mistake in the beginning of my licensing career in 2017, I wouldn't be here today. And part two of that story I want to share with you is the other thing that happened with Pinterest. Um, Pinterest asked me, they reached out to me to be a part of their Pinterest TV. It's something I do. Everything I teach you and I talk to you guys is not about, uh, to you, excuse me, not you guys. We're, you know, we're trying to be here very respectful and gender neutral and accepting of all. So we do not use the word you guys, FYI. But to all of you, something that I really want to emphasize to you is that Pinterest reached out to me all the stuff I teach you and I talk to you about is not shut in that shit I make up it's shit like I have these things I actually do and I help other businesses do so I just wanted to be very clear on that and if I haven't been working full-time it's because my hand healing but now my hands good mama going back to work next month I'm so excited to be back at it hard doing what I love to do but anyways in regards to Pinterest so they invited me to go on Pinterest TV I do lives every week right um, on Instagram and at other platforms. And so they invited me to be part of the Pinterest TV. And it's, it's totally different than the Pinterest TV that now everybody has access to. It's like more of an exclusive one where they control who's on at that time and you're the sole person on that time. And I had no clue what I was getting myself into, okay? And the Pinterest Creator Studio, it's a lot more um, in, more like intimidating than just pushing the button to go live on Instagram. There's different components. I have a laptop and a cell phone when I go live. And let me know. Uh, I would love to share like my my setup. I have done that before, but maybe I'll make a reel and show you like the setup I actually use for Go Pinterest Live. I almost said no to that as well. Okay. I'm sharing this story because sometimes we think we suck and want to quit. I almost said no because they wanted like a certain style and I know we go on Pinterest and there's this whole beautiful work, right? And you see it and it all looks the same. It looks fake because it's so beautiful because <laughs> it's it's artistry, but people do with all this hair. And I was like, I am, who am I? In my back of my mind, I was like, who am I to do this? Mind you, I've been learning how to do Hollywood ways since 2018, but I was not thinking I'd have taken like, weeks of like I took like a eight week course on hairstyling right so I I undermine all my experience the first thing that comes into my mind when Pinterest reaches out to me to do Pinterest TV is like who am I to do this right again I almost stopped myself because I didn't think I was prepared or knowledgeable enough to do this Although I have all this knowledge behind with hair coloring, hair texture, I can do color and blonding on any texture. I'm not, I don't just focus on one. Um, and I was like, can I really do this? I almost stopped myself. I decide to do it. And here comes the, the moral story. I decide to do it. I go live and somebody tells me that I'm freaking ugly. <laughs> and you know, and like, it's people, like people there are live. Okay. So do you, you have like over, I think that one episode I had like 400 or 500 people on, on live while I'm doing the 
tutorial life and like oh you're so ugly and you know and I tell people some people are like I love this and you know and all this stuff is going on all at once right and I'm like dude who am I to teach this but I'm like I have so much knowledge and so I decided when I was going live and although I'm hearing you know that one negative comment instead of allowing it to overtake me I laugh at it and I keep going and I start sharing the stuff I know I start sharing all those little tidbits that I wish I would have known before I became a hairstylist that nobody ever taught me and as I'm sharing it live, people are interacting with me. I'm answering questions. It ends up being this great time. Although I may not, under my own book, be the best person, and you are allowed to judge me if you want to, out in the world to do all kinds of crazy hair updos. Like, updos is not my thing. I'm still learning that. I did the thing because I wanted to get outside of my box, and I knew I had something else to give. And I knew that if I made a mistake... I was going to learn from it. And so I did. From that life, I learned so many mistakes. I made mistakes that helped me next time I went live, not just on Pinterest, but also on Instagram. It helped me to grow so much more about going live and talking to you and everything. It helped me in so many ways by making mistakes doing it live, by not allowing those negative comments to affect me and keep going. And I just wanted to do this episode live and candid with you that sometimes it's gonna we're gonna have bad days. I don't like bad days. I don't like making mistakes. I don't like it when you get that text after you get home like shit, you know, like what happened, you know. And but I don't like those. But you know what I do like? I like that people are willing to tell me when I make a mistake. I like it that I am human and I can give myself the space and the grace when you make a mistake to process the feelings, to put in facts, is a matter of fact true, to really reassure yourself that you are capable of doing this and that you're so talented. Don't allow one bad thing or one bad comment or one mistake to keep you from growing. And number three, like implement those, take that action to like prevent that mistake in the future or learn from that mistake. Um, I make mistakes not all the time. Sometimes I do. And when I do, usually what would happen is like I don't sleep. I beat myself up. I want to quit and throw in the towel. And I'm sharing that with you very vulnerably because it's what happens. This is part of my personality. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. And I don't deal well well with like change and things. Um, but I'm getting better at it. And I'm not allowing my mistakes to define me. So please, 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 from the bottom of my heart, I'm putting my hand over my heart. Don't allow mistakes and bad days to define you. Allow them to help you grow. Allow them to be this learning curve to like, hey, next time I'm going to do this different. Next time, instead of using that product, I'm actually going to throw that product away. I'm going to go back to the other product that I really love that I know it won't budge. Right? Like, for example, like a foundation. Like, I don't like that foundation. Next time I'm going to go to the foundation, I know like that thing, I can go sweaty. I can go on a run and it stays on my face. I'm going to use that one and it can work out for everybody. Next time, instead of using that color line and trying new color lines, maybe I'm going to stick to the one color line. It may be $2 more a tube, but I know it does what it needs to do and I know it's reliable. I know how to use it. I know how to read it in the hair while it's processing. You can rely on that. So, it's okay to make mistakes. It's part of growing. And we need to allow ourselves to give ourselves the grace to make mistakes and also give ourselves the grace to 
trust ourselves and trust our intuition and trust what's the best next thing. That's something I had to do yesterday with a photo shoot. Um, I was about to do glam Hollywood waves, but the outfits and the mood of the photo shoot was so different. So I took a creative, fun approach to the hair. It may not be a hair that everybody would wear, but it's a hair that was fun and it fit the theme so, so beautifully. Um, and I know if I would have done like traditional Hollywood waves, it wouldn't have fit the same. It wouldn't have been the same vibe overall for the aesthetic and the mood of what we we're trying to go through yesterday. And that's part of me being able to trust my creative also like judgment, right? And styling of knowing like, hey, this goes works well and that wouldn't work well. And that could have been potentially a mistake. I know if I would have done the hair that I was supposed to do, it wouldn't have been the same photo shoot and it wouldn't have looked the same. I just know because hair and makeup is married to one another. And, you know, we yesterday I had an amazing makeup artist working with me Like we worked together well. It was awesome. And we pivoted and we did what we had to do to get the thing done. So allow yourself to make mistakes. Remember that everybody that you see, including myself, we all make mistakes. It's just something that I guess as a society and sometimes in the whole education realm, People don't like to own up that we make mistakes and we continue to do so. But I really believe that the people that are on top are the people who don't give up, are the people who are willing to say, hey, I, I messed up, but I can fix this. Or next time I'll do that different. And sometimes we are the ones, honestly, most of the time who are hindering our growth because we're waiting to be perfect and we don't want to make mistakes. But the beautiful thing is that we are all human and we are here to make mistakes, but also let's learn from them and let's not let them overtake our life and overtake our talents because so many of us are so talented. I see so much talent out there and sometimes people quit because it gets hard or because you don't know how to do this. I didn't know how to do a mobile salon. I had no damn idea. And a vintage camper, let me tell you, it's not about getting it all out and putting it back together. There is structure. There's so many things that go into it that I had no idea that now I know there's so many things I know about having a mobile business that I had no damn idea that now I do and if it wasn't for the mistakes if it wasn't for my willingness to just do it and dare to be brave and dare to learn from it and make it better and admit that I'm so sorry like that hasn't happened but you know let me put in my notes let me get better at this so that it doesn't happen again you know like that's the part of communication that's the part of us as humans and don't dim your light don't dim the possibilities and don't shut the doors of opportunities just because you think that you're not perfect enough or you're not ready enough to go do the damn thing I do things when I'm not ready it's uncomfortable as fuck I can't sleep the night before but after it's all said and done I am so fucking grateful that I did it because I learned from it and it helps me become better and trust myself more and that's the gift that I want for you it's okay to make mistakes process the feelings Put in the facts. Is it really matter of fact true? Put in the facts of how amazing you are and all the things that you are doing right. Okay, don't allow one thing to overtake your life. And lastly, let's learn from them. Let's grow from them. This podcast episode is given to you with so much love and sending you so much good vibes during this weird, crazy time of energy exchange. We are all feeling it. It's not just you. And we're all human, including me. We all have bad days and it's okay to have a bad day. Just don't let it to overtake your whole life.
I'll see you back here next time. Till then, bye love.